Hey guys, it's your girl Sailor Stevie. And it's Melon the Dad, known also known as number one Finn Balor Mark on Twitter. And we are coconuts. Yes, I am the two C's in the coconuts. What do you mean by that? I am not only Caribbean, but I am also Caucasian as well. So oh that's <laughs> then what am I? You are the O and the, the S. O? And the nuts. What? Congratulations. What does O and S stand for since the two C stand for Caucasian and crackhead? No, Caribbean. Oh, sorry. And crackhead. Yeah, um, uh, Caribbean. Thank right. you. So you're, you're also what? Caribbean. So. But you said O and listen, S. Caribbean doesn't. Listen, if I am, if you're saying crackhead for me and you think all Caribbeans are 100% crackheads, no, that means you, I think you, you, you 50%. You, you, are a crackhead right there no you are the crackhead not all caribbean people don't don't put words in my mouth well anyway um i'm the two c's of the coconuts what does the o and the s stand you can't just tell people you're two c's and yeah i'm the two c's in coconuts because i am caribbean and caucasian so what is o and s o and s you said i'm o and s yeah o s and nuts what is what does that stand for? I don't know. So you're you the just, OS. I take the two C's and you take the OS and the nuts. What? Well, why? Because I take the two C's. Okay. Anyway, um, welcome back. People what know me as now double C. Well, that's probably the same size as your boobs. But welcome to episode. <laughs> what is this? Eight. I feel like we're, we've been like on seven episode uh, seven, twenty uh, years. On season two? No, I was just saying in general, but I guess in season two, what is this episode four? This is episode three, I think. Is it? I believe so. You'll see when we upload it. Whatever episode this is, we'll check later anyway. Yeah, um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you, you guys don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's check in. How are you? I'm doing okay. How about you? You know, I'm all right. That's Any good. Updates? That's good. Um, well, we did have an update on the last or you know we didn't, and then it just it's gone forever. Um, unfortunately. <laughs> um we had really bad audio issues on the last one, so yeah, we just could not upload. Yeah, um, uh, I guess we should talk about that. Like we just we were we were listening back on it and well i'm sorry i wasn't listening back on it the the sound engineer over here was listening back on it and she was like yo i just get a text was saying yo we cannot we cannot like you can't drop this we can't drop this and i'm like why it can't even be that bad and she's like okay you want to hear i was like yeah so we overheard it i was like ooh yeah never mind <laughs> the thing is the funny thing was when you re-recorded that you were like do i actually sound okay do i actually sound fine i said it a couple of times yeah and i was like oh yeah you sound which is also my fault i should have probably been like you probably want to double check it 
And I was probably, and I, and I stupidly also said, no, nah, you sound perfectly it's fine. Not, Keep going. It's Keep not going. your fault. It's no one's fault. Like, yeah. It's nobody's fault. We just, if anything, it's probably both of our faults equally. Cause yeah, we should have double checked it's that. It's both of our faults. Exactly. Exactly. It's both of our faults. You got to match it up. Anyway, um, <laughs> no one's seeing us do this. Right I know. Now. We, we were trying to make a heart. We're yeah. on Zoom again. We're on Zoom. Yeah, that's the only way we can do we'll this. We'll probably record in person next week. Yeah, yeah. We'll try. Um, but um, yeah, so we could not get uh, the last video, the last episode out, unfortunately. Um, but I feel like we have a lot more to talk about this time mm. because we just... We finally wrapped up uh, Better Call Saul season one. Ooh. We um, not only we just wrapped up Better Call Saul season one. Um, you had a room again. You had another room about the uh, it is calling black people or mixed people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I actually was not a part of that room. I was at the no. end. I came in at the end, and that's when yeah. you guys were doing whatever you were doing, talking about whatever. Yeah, it, uh, it it devolved into madness. Yeah, exactly. So, but initially, it was a really constructive and interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. I wasn't actually expecting it to go the way that it did, but we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. Um. So I guess the last episode we did. I think that was right before I announced, right before I came back, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, that is my update for this week. I'm back in the same state as Melon. We're back in Massachusetts. Yes. 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 We are officially back and ready to go. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. We're in the same state, only only 20 minutes away. I know. Um, We're so close now. Yeah. Um, Any big updates for you? Not, not a whole lot for me. Um, yeah. So. Well, I have uh, one. Yeah. What is? What is? We went on a date. We did go on a date. Yes. We went we on a date. Everybody. If you didn't know, we're dating. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do people know that? Did have we ever said that? I don't know. I, don't I thought. I thought we made it pretty clear. I mean, if we haven't made it clear by now, <laughs> I literally go and visit you. Yeah, that doesn't mean we're dating. We could have just been really good friends. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just... mean, we were really good friends. Yeah, I know, but it's just like, mm, yeah, definitely, yeah, sure, <laughs> really good friends. Mm-hmm. Yes, I guess this is the the couple reveal episode. <laughs> We went on um, a super fun date. It was very cute, very romantic. Uh-huh. You want to talk about it? Um, yeah, I we, we went to mini golf, Project Putt, um, and then we got something to eat, and then we went to go see your little brother. What did we eat? One ten grill. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you had the salmon. I did have the salmon. The salmon was delicious. Yeah, I had a bird. You see, okay. It's going to be reserved for my uh, coconut, for my end of coconuts, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm tired keep it of it. For then. Yeah, I'll keep it for the end, but man, I hate it that we, that, this is just not standard protocol of, of when it comes to food, but. We're going to do two episodes in a row where we talk about bad food. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a tier list on, like, food soon. Yes. 
but that is that will come up later um but yeah um we we went on a date um and we're going on hopefully another one this saturday i don't know man that last yeah. date was great <laughs> uh it it depends if 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 uh you have my your... coconuts what <laughs> i'm gonna save that for my coconuts yeah yeah because <laughs> you also had a room about that too a what oh yeah i did you keep calling them rooms and i'm like what do you mean rooms? i'm sorry i know they're called twitter spaces <laughs> i know i know i, no, I so know why you're calling it room because yeah. i just it just clicked in my head i'm like why does he keep saying room um because there, there's this app called clubhouse that mm, clubhouse is good for what it is i think it's a great platform for people who want to have conversations but that is where it stops and it has nothing i don't know hmm i do kind of take issue with the way that it's run in general because i feel like the people who run the app do not do a good job of moderating hate speech on there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard. Like it's with, with, with Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and like stuff like that. You see someone, t- you, there's a list of words like that you're not supposed to say. So it's very easy to catch that. Whereas with this, you know, technology, we're not at the place where we can have things here for certain words. Cause it's like, what if someone says the N word? Well, what if they're black, you know? do you just say the n-word is a word you're not allowed to say on that website or what if somebody you know says some curse words but they're quoting somebody will they get banned it's i feel like it doesn't do such such a great job when it comes to moderation but it's not their fault because there's not much you can do but because of that that place got toxic real quick yeah Uh, but that's why he keeps calling it rooms because on clubhouse the places where people go to talk, they're called rooms. Yeah. But on Twitter, it's called spaces. Yeah. So it's I, literally Clubhouse. They they just took what Clubhouse did and made it better, in my opinion. Uh, unfortunately, yes. I mean, because I, to be honest with you, I'm not going to lie, that concept of going into different rooms or different spaces um, is kind of reserved for, like, as a second piece of an app, not a main piece. It's not a it's not something you should build an app around. It definitely should be an attachment of an app, like an additional part. Kind of like how Instagram has like Instagram Live. It's not yeah. like, and like there's like some things where like you can live chat with people. Like that shouldn't be up like the the thing you should build an app around. It should definitely be like a- There was, and there's a reason why that app got shut down. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Uh I know, but I'm. I will tell you later because I just don't feel like that's appropriate to talk about on the podcast. Okay. Um, I don't know what app you're talking about. It's called Lively. Lively. Never heard of it. it. Yeah, when we were in high school, it was it was like a what a spinoff of Musically. It was made by the same people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nah. Um. But anyway, yeah, we went on a date. Um. Uh, hopefully like like he said we're gonna go on another one soon but that is dependent on my coconuts we'll get to that and so um i had a space yesterday it was really a really really good space 
talking about um, is calling a person an Oreo regressive or progressive. Now, a lot of the reason why I had this space is just because like, I see so many posts these days about Donald Glover. And if you don't know who that is, Donald Glover is an actor, comedian, rapper, singer, um, director. He's just a jack of all trades. Um, Really talented guy. uh, Funny-ish, you know, um, interesting. And I used to be a really huge fan of his. I think up until 2017, 2016 or 2017, when he had put out Redbone. I think that was like the downfall of me being a fan of his. I'll get into that in a second. Um, But I just find him to be very fascinating because a lot of his humor and his art surrounds around the idea of being a black male nerd, of being like, you know, basically the odd man out, the little awkward, oh, I don't really like stereotypically black things. I'm different than the other black people, right? And... I found that to be very interesting simply because, um, you know, I I am like mixed, right? But I did, in fact, when I did go to an all-Black school, um, I had pretty much all-Black and mixed friends growing up, but I was that kid. I was that kid. I liked anime. I liked manga. You know, I liked playing Halo. I was very not like the other girls but I wasn't like the other kids in general like I just had very nerdy ass interests (laughs) right Mm -hmm. Um, but that never alienated or stopped me from being friends with other black people but I definitely did get told shoot I think like maybe the last time I heard this was middle school early high school that I want to be white but most of my black friends were into the stuff I was into So I never really had that like clash clash of interests. Um, And like my, I I did have separate groups of friends. Like I had my black female friends who, and you know, they weren't into that stuff at all. So we talked about like girl things like clothes and boys and, you know, all this silly girly like hair and makeup and all that stuff. And ooh, look at this thing on Instagram, whatever, right? Whereas with my male friends, I more talked about like comics and manga and anime and like your favorite Martian, which is coming back June 1st. And Melon doesn't know anything about that, but I wanted to mention it because I friggin' loved your favorite Martian. You know, like there was all these super nerdy things that I was into, but I never felt alienated from my experience as like just a person of color in general. Like I just didn't, I never had. So It was very interesting for me to grow up and see that there are people like Donald Glover who are very similar to me, who had the experiences of being like a POC, of being like a Black or Black adjacent person who was super into like nerdy stuff and didn't talk like, you know, the other Black people because you guys can hear me. (laughs) Y'all hear me? Like I, I, I just sound the way that I do, who like, you know, maybe someone made fun of him um so because of that there's been a lot of discourse over the past few years in general that's been fueled by this conversation you know black people who were made fun of for being different and odd and you know awkward and into nerdy things 
in people of color because I don't want to just say this is a black experience because I feel like a lot of POC can relate to this like people of color who don't fit into the stereotype that your racial category says that you should be they feel alienated um and I don't know like I look I kind of did because I felt from my ethnic group I felt alienated not from my racial category if that makes sense because like I'm more connect with my Jamaican side if I'm gonna be completely real with you that's because I'm fully half Jamaican and then on my other side it's like cut in two but like I've I've always felt alienated from like my Jamaican-ness because this is the stuff that I'm into you know it took me a minute to get into dance hall it took me a minute to get into reggae took me a minute to get into like the partying aspect of it and that's not the only part of our culture like I love the food I love the people I love the language you know I, there's so many parts of my culture that I do really like, but there were certain things that I just didn't get into that people did make fun of me in my own ethnic group for not being into it. I'm gonna just be real with you. So we had the space to talk about it. And there was a lot of really interesting responses. Um, we had some people say that like, oh, you know, if you get called, you know, an Oreo, if you basically just get made fun of for not being stereotypically black, because you also have to take into account, like, I'm not Black American. Like, I'm an American, and I am Black and, like, mixed, but, like, I'm not African American, and I know a lot of people don't like that term anymore, Um, but just for simplicity's sake, I will be using it. I'm not African American, therefore my, you know, what's the word? My experience with this in itself is very different than a person who their roots and everything they know is from this country. And they grew up around people who their roots and everything they know is in this country. I didn't grow up like that. Everyone I grew up around was African, Caribbean, you know, Latino, like we were all, all the black people, we were all something, like something else, right? So, I just want to make that being said before I give like some of the responses I got. So we had one person who like said they don't feel like there's an issue with people who say stuff like that, right? Like they feel like, okay, say if you're wearing something really silly, if you're wearing a clown outfit and somebody goes and makes fun of you for being unfashionable, I should you hold on to that and be really mad that your identity you know, as a normal person is now being, you know, torn apart because someone like made fun of you for wearing something that wasn't fashionable. A lot of responses to that you were like, oh, well, I feel like, yeah, you should be upset because it's not very nice. But then they said, well, it may not be nice, but that's just how I feel about the way that you're dressed or whatever. Some other people were talking about how like, yeah, that may be how you feel, but like sitting there and denoting somebody's blackness or denoting somebody's experience and blah, 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 that's not fair. Like you can't tell somebody, hey, you're not this thing because I don't feel like you acted the way that you should act. So that's just the conversation we had. It was really good. Um, I appreciated everyone who came out. I try to have spaces every Monday to get conversations going. Um, if you have anything more to say, make sure to add us at Coconuts Pod um, on Twitter. And mm-hmm. the link to our Twitter will be in the description box for this episode. But, exactly. Melon, you have any like 
Um, yeah, I, I think I think when people discuss anime, especially when it comes to like people like uh, POC, we we get the we grew up watching like the big three, you know, One Piece, Bleach, um, Naruto. That was our that's the mainstream anime. You know, you watched a lot of different things as a kid. You watched a whole bunch of like uh, cutesy, cuter anime. Um, I would say like, but you, you still watched a lot of like, you, you still watch Bleach, you still, but you also watched like Sailor Moon, Lucky Star, uh, a lot of different ones. She has way more knowledge on more underground anime than I do. Um, <laughs> but, um, which was weird because it's like when people say, oh no, anime is for white people. If you saw like, if you saw Adult Swim and who they were trying to cater to, they're trying to cater to black people like 100%. Like they, you feel like that? Yeah, if you actually look at it, they were doing their hardest to cater to, to black people. If you saw Dragon Ball Z, like Dragon Ball Z was trying to cater to black people too. Like it was kind of like, it was like kind of legit, like serious. Like, well, I wouldn't say Dragon Ball Z was trying to cater to black people, but um, like the RZA was like making things about Dragon Ball Z, which, you know, Wu-Tang Clan member, hip-hop star. Um, not only just that, Afro Samurai was huge. That had Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson watches anime. Also hentai, too, if you wanted to know that. No. But he, he does. He does. He <laughs> said it in an interview. Um, uh, yeah, they were, they also, that's, they also showed, like, songs like MF Doom. Hey, MF Doom was going to have a deal with Adult Swim. May he rest in peace for uh, his music um, to be part of it. And I think he actually did do some music for Adult Swim, too. Um, I think I saw Gorillas on Adult Swim one time through a music video. I think they posted their stuff on there, too. Um I want to say like they were they were pushing hard to get a lot of um, stuff out there, a lot of music, a lot of what um, a lot like what a lot of different people listen to is I think it through through Adult Swim, um, and not just Black people, also a lot of POC as well. Um, so when I hear when I hear that, I'm like that's shocking because Adult Swim was the uh, was the number one reason why I got into anime, like was the number one reason why I started watching it. Same. Like Toonami was the reason we, we have yes exactly uh, full metal was on there full, that's how i got into that's how i first saw full metal alchemist mm. i wasn't recommended until like i was in the ninth grade but that's the first time i actually ever saw full metal alchemist and there's like studies done on how like the black community here in the u.s specifically and um you know I can't say anime because it wasn't anime, but like kung fu movies and stuff like that, like how it's intertwined. You yep. know, you got artists like Kendrick Lamar who do whole performances dedicated to like kung fu, like movie stuff, or like you know, Samurai Champloo. The whole yep. soundtrack is literally hip hop. Yep. Like one of the characters that- is an ode to breakdancing, and he looks black because he has an he his hairstyle is similar to an afro. And his whole car- his whole dancing move is um, is breakdancing. Uh, Cowboy Bebop is jazz, <laughs> has a whole jazz album, like has a jazz. jazz intro, and and also um, the main character 
uh, is inspired by Bruce Lee, who is in also a lot of kung fu movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, his I side- love them from Bruce Lee. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> the guy who plays Luke Cage um, also plays his his uh, partner in mm-hmm. the live action of Cowboy Bebop. I didn't know that. Yep. Yep. He. You know that. Uh, yep. They. A lot of people considered um, that guy. Uh, I forget his name, but the partner to be black. They. Mm-hmm. They. Yep, a lot of black people thought he was black, and so that's why it's like it's so silly to tell people like, oh, that's some white people shit. Because it's just like a lot of the stuff that you see, quote unquote, white people like, like rock and roll that was created by a black woman. Like it was initially a very black genre until Elvis came in, took over, and now people think it's a white genre, or like even country. Country was initially like inspired by a lot of. A black american slave hymns like there's this country and its history is just so deeply rooted in black americans that telling black people that they're trying to act the way and it's just like telling black people they're trying to act white for liking anime is so weird because it's made by japanese people not only yep. me, that makes no sense yep um but you know, I felt like it was a very interesting conversation, and I think everybody's entitled to their own emotions and feelings and whatever to, like, things that had happened to them, and I'm not going to sit here and deny anyone's, like, trauma of bullying back in, like, middle and high school, because there's studies done that that is lifelong lasting, especially if you don't deal with it, especially if you don't go to, like, therapy. You need to start young with that stuff. If you know your child is dealing with therapy, therapy, dealing with bullying, you need to put them in therapy. And, you know, I've been in therapy since I was 14. So maybe this is why I feel the way that I do, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just, I don't want to invalidate anyone's struggles. But personally, just, just for me speaking, like, I, like I said, I had gotten called said I'm an acting white maybe the last time I heard it I was 16. <laughs> uh-huh. I think I was like 16 years old and I don't know it just never really stuck with me because I also was taught growing up people who say that are not you know they're not very well educated on like how things are and I was very blessed to have the parents that I do excuse me blessed to have the parents that I do the father that I do who told me, you know, to always be proud of who I am and like, you know, know who I am. And that's, that's pretty much what you got to do. Donald Glover, on another hand, I don't want to mess up my shot in the industry. (laughs) So I'm not going to sit here and speak poorly of him. Um, But I will say just in general, it is very strange and it does not feel good when he does things where he specifically like mocks or talks poorly of black women. It just feels like really nasty. And it feels really bad. Like, I remember I watched one episode of his show and I remember feeling so weird that they decided to have this one, the only like dark skinned female character that I've ever seen on the show come at this white girl for dating a black dude. And I'm not trying to say that that's, that never happens because I've seen it in person. It does definitely happen, but it doesn't happen to the degree that the show was trying to make it seem like. And like, I don't know definitely made me feel uncomfortable I think a lot of like creative black people we have this tendency to alienate ourselves sometimes and then it just snowballs into being insulting to other people 
and hopefully one day we're able to have like honest conversations about how can we move on from this how can we be confident within ourselves and not really worry about what happened when we were children and move on from it but I will say to his credit he did say that um a white person in the industry called him an oreo so it wasn't a black person mm-hmm. so um which i'm just like that's just racist at that point i'm sorry right <laughs> you should as a non-black you should never ever ever call anyone an oreo what's wrong with you that's weird it's super weird like but anyway, uh, Coconuts Podcast would like to move on to the next, <laughs> the next topic. <laughs> All right. So what are we talking about next? Better Call Saul, better call, right? Yes. Yes. Better Call Saul. Take it away. So Better Call Saul. Hi, I'm Saul Goodman. Do you, you know, know you have rights? rights? The, the Constitution, Constitution says you do. you do. Which is a great <laughs> opening to this show because... It is lawyer, 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 lawyer. I thought it was going to be about uh, drugs. I was very confused. So, my, oh, wait, yeah, wait, wait. Were, let's also preface this by saying neither of us have watched Breaking Bad. No, no. So this is this is. I have actually watched some of Breaking Bad. Only okay. season, only season one though. Only mm-hmm. some of season one, not all of season one. Some of season one. And I just want to preference that. Um, but I have seen some of Breaking Bad. I did not get to the part where Saul Goodman comes in, though. So I had no idea who Saul Goodman was. Yeah, he's in season two, apparently, when I looked it up. Gotcha. So um, this is our first introduction into the so-called Breaking Bad universe. (laughs) The the cinematic, (laughs) the Breaking Bad cinematic universe. Yeah, exactly. The BBC. Oh God, no, no, <laughs> no, never mind. Um, but um, anyway, um, <laughs> the uh, the show is written very well. Oh yeah, written very well. Um, I don't. Uh, imagery is fantastic. I I think um, AMC did a very good job with this show. Mm-hmm. did a very good job with Breaking Bad. They did a very good job with Mad Men and they have done a very good job. These were these were their hits. Yeah. Definitely their hits. Uh, Walking Dead seasons one through three were also really good. Uh, then s- seasons from three then on are very questionable. Um, I think anyone could agree with that. And then whatever spinoffs they ever came out after that, I did not watch and I'm pretty sure they are pretty bad. They're spinoffs? Yeah, they have Walking Dead spinoffs. They had one when Wait, the, out- the Walking Dead is over. No, no, these are where some spinoffs were going on when the show was airing, and they had to take breaks in the middle, but they still wanted to make Walking Dead uh, relevant and make some money off of it. So they had like spinoffs of like um, before the outbreak or when the outbreak was starting, um, and then they had a spinoff of. Um, basically like kids growing up during the pandemic mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. during the zombie or like kind of during the zombie apocalypse and kind of like living their lives and wanting to like explore the world that they now have to live in um because they were born during the zombie apocalypse and not like before the zombie apocalypse like they remember like the all the show they knew- still going on yeah I, how many seasons is it 20 hell it's 11 seasons long and- yeah it's a 
love in season one. The comics are done. The comics are done. There's no oh, more comics. Oh, so you think it's like trying to catch up to the comics and then- No, no, no. I've read the comics. This, the, the comics are completely different. If you want a different story entirely, the Walking Dead comics do things differently than the show does. The show is completely, utterly different. Robert Kirkman um, doesn't ha- doesn't really have hands-on on the show. He, has, he had a lot of hands-on during the comics because he actually made them. But he- um, this was like something he, this is not something he has hands on about. There's a lot of like parallels because I've read the comics. The comics are pretty good, I would say. They're pretty good. They're good. They're, it's a good read. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a good read. I wouldn't really rank it on like, is it my favorite comic books of all time? No, but they're a good read. Um, if you want like good zombie, like good zombie writing and good zombie horror, that they're, they're, they're a good read. Um, but yeah, going back to, um, Breaking back uh, to to Better Call Saul. We watched the first season. Um, man, it is a good show. It is oh, a really good okay. show. What would you rank this season? Um, so I liked it a lot up until the last episode. The last mm-hmm. episode was very it dipped in quality for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd say up until that last episode, shoot, that was a ten out of ten. I'm not even gonna lie, and I never give anything a ten out of ten. That was some pretty good writing it was good writing um the camera work was great the Mm -hmm. the acting was great even the people who were like i thought weren't great actors were still good but like not as good compared to like some people who are just legendary Mm -hmm. like i don't know i i literally had no complaints but until that last episode that last episode was like not good like i don't Mm -hmm. know what it just fell off. Like you can tell, like it wasn't as good. Like maybe they had a different director. They had some different writers. I don't know what it was. And it's not because of like how the season ends. Cause we're not going to give any spoilers. We're just giving our feelings on it. I mean, it's been like six years since the show first aired. So it, it I mean, did- it's on Netflix. If you don't have a Netflix uh, subscription at this point, good luck. Uh, I'll be I- saying some spoilers. Um. <laughs> but you know, like I feel like personally, like, I don't know that last episode was just not it like I, I was bored I I was confused I was uninterested and that episode it really blew my feelings for it a lot down so I'll give it an eight out of ten because if we were to average it out and add it up together it would make the series the episode season one come to an eight out of ten but in general it's still a great show yeah. And we started season two, and season two already started off really strong. Yep. So a little bit conf- I, I think I think season two, episode one does carry a little bit of the last episode. Yeah. A bit. It starts off kind of slow, a little disjointed. You don't really know what's going on. And then when you kind of start piecing things together, you're kind of like, okay, I get it. Like this mm-hmm. is okay. Now I get what's going on here. Um, it, was, it was a little confusing though, because I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, what? I I knew this show was going to be great episode one and Mm. when he goes to the law firm and you can just kind of see how the camera's panning out like he enters the room and he like look he's like everyone's kind of like looking at him and he's just like the camera's like super up close on his back and he's like has his arms spread out I thought that was amazing like like imagery on like when 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 he was talking to Kim yeah, and like that that camera angle 
was like diagonal, like half in the dark, half in the light, but she was mm-hmm. more in the light than he was. Mm-hmm. And, but his, her, oh my God. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. good. Like, wow. That yeah. first episode was just. It does, it does reel you in with the imagery, with the writing and kind of just like, oh, I wonder like what's going to happen next. Like, right. man, I, we're not going to talk about this other show because I feel like we're kind of both a little bit down on it. But Bridgerton, <laughs> just going back to Bridgerton and, and watching. It's so hard to be like, it's hmm, so hard. I'm going to go watch Bridgerton now. <laughs> <laughs> and no, nothing wrong with Bridgerton. It, it is what it is. It yeah. is what it is. And Shonda Rhimes knows how to make good television. She does. But when Netflix told her, we want you to make Gossip Girl, but in the medieval era, <laughs> that or in the Victorian England era. Right, right, right. She was like, I can do that. That seems easy. As, <laughs> that seems pretty easy. Like, it's it, it's just, it's not the same. It's, it's not the same show. And mm-hmm. it's kind of hard if you want to watch good writing slash good imagery. Like... I mean, I'll say it like this. It's like, go try to watch a Netflix original comedy and then go try to watch BoJack Horseman. You're never going to go back to that Netflix original comedy. Seriously. Like, yeah, it's just, it's so hard to do that. It's so hard to go from a good, a greatly written show to an okayly written show. And maybe it's because it's season one and like Shonda Rhimes knows how to write good TV, like Grey's Anatomy. I'm not gonna lie, How to Get Away with Murder is written so well. Uh-huh. That's I would say that's Shonda's magnum opus, in my opinion. But you know, I know people don't don't want to tussle if I say that. But like, you know, Scandal, uh, How to Get Away with Murder, Grey's Anatomy, all really good shows. Bridgerton isn't bad. It's just like Better Call Saul is so good. It just blows it out the water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it's kind of like there's, I don't know how to say this, and I'm going to tie this back, I'm going to tie this back to Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when we watch the Sonic movie, Sonic mm-hmm. 2, um, you can tell the creators of that movie and the writers liked Sonic. Right. They enjoyed the Sonic franchise because mm-hmm. there's actually a little, like, they would not change the Sonic design if they did not care totally agree (laughs) ugly sonic would not it would still be in theaters would still be in theaters Mm -hmm. if 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 they did not care but the fact that they actually cared about it and changed it showed that they actually kind of cared and how that movie panned out even though it was it was all over the place it was still kind of enjoyable to watch because it seemed like they actually did care about it like they had a whole story they had a whole universe based around it they even though they kind of based it around like sonic one through three but yeah, that's the whole point like they they kind of built their own thing around it right and, and now like it's the same thing with this like these writers kind of care about the whole breaking bad universe and they're willing to like expand upon it and kind of put their effort into it and that's what i kind of like about this it's a really it's a really well written and well produced show it just shows it. It's episode one through ep- episode one through episode ten of the entire first season shows that they actually show that they actually care about it. Yeah, 
And that is why we just enjoyed it so much. We like watching it and we'll continue liking watching it until there's just one episode where we're just like, wow, this really tanks it. This could really tank it for us. But no, I, I agree. Like even after that last episode, which was might've been all over the place, um, it's still like, for me, I think that was still a nine out of 10 season. Like I, I think from the beginning to like that that to that like gut-wrenching twist of an end that was such a gut-wrenching oh i felt i i felt stabbed Uh, and it it's not it it just wasn't that's something we shouldn't spoil because if you haven't no no but it is a it is a gut moment punch in in the it really did make you feel like wow, this is such a great moment. And then boom, betrayal. That's why That's why I say this though. I, I, I talked about this yesterday when we were talking about betrayals work better when you only give, either you don't give any hints at all or you give slight subtle hints. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You never tell an actual betrayal happening at all. You never tell it. It should always either be extremely subtle or should never be told at all. It was and, just, man, that was hard to watch. Nah. Yeah, like literally I was, oh man, that was heartbreaking. And you kind of can understand the reasoning why, like, but at the same time, it's kind of like, it's horrible. It's horrible because of just how much, uh, just, uh, just, I don't know. I don't know. When you hear the details too about everything, it's just it it really does it's suck. Super vague, but that's just because it's like no, it's that important, important of the story. You know, like you we do we recommend this show. We recommend it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should probably do like a thing, like for like maybe like do we recommend buying the series on like Blu-ray? Do we recommend just streaming it or do we recommend skipping it? Mm-hmm. I would recommend buying it. Yeah. Yeah. If I recommend, I, there's, there's a few shows I would always recommend buying. And that is the Daredevil Marvel series. That is the, that's Bojack Horseman um, Netflix series. And then, well, the Daredevil Netflix, which is now owned by Marvel series. Um, then there's the Bojack Horseman series. Mm-hmm. And I would say it is the, Better Call Saul season one. Definitely. It was a great, great opener. Um, the show I is only having six seasons. And as of us recording um, yesterday, or not today, yesterday, today, four hours ago, the um, mid-season finale to the final season, if that sentence made absolutely any sense. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. Just aired. Um, so hopefully by the time we finish season five season six will be out on netflix mm-hmm. um i really hope so because yeah. it's gonna be a minute before uh season six picks up and like finishes mm-hmm. so hopefully we'll be like caught up caught up and you guys will get like our raw reactions to it ending and we'll be on time hopefully. but yeah season one better call Saul really great really strong opening um I we like I said we started season two we won't talk too much about it right now but season two did 
open pretty good too, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, a lot of confusion. Maybe just because I'm dumb. I, I think <laughs> I think it was a lot of show don't tell. Yeah, that's one. what it was. A lot of show don't tell. And we weren't picking it up very well, but I kind of picked up on a couple of things slightly. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of show don't tell. This that's what the show does a lot too, and it does yeah, it very it does. well. Does a lot of show don't tell. And it can work very well, but if you just sometimes the audience isn't smart enough to pick up on cues. Like it is okay to trust the audience to pick up on something, but sometimes, sometimes, sometimes the audience just cannot do it. Yeah, like, and that is one of the, and that's not good. I'm a writer. I don't know why I wasn't able to pick that up. Yikes! But that okay. was better call Saul. Yep. And I think we should head into our coconuts. Yeah, let's head into the coconuts. All right. Go first. Uh, all right. So, like I said, on. We went to the 110 Grill um, for our date. Um, I got a burger. Um, listen, I don't know who needs to hear this. I don't know who needs to listen to this. Why do we not season hamburger? <laughs> Why do we not season burger meat? We season chicken all the time. Very true. We, we season, we can season hamburger. Why, why don't we just season burgers? We season Salt. beef, we, we season, season chicken, mm-hmm. we season pork. And the funny thing is we might season beef, but we never season burger. And no restaurant I have ever been to has ever seasoned their burger. Not one. Bingo. Not even a little bit of salt and pepper. <laughs> You're stupid. Not even the basic <laughs> ingredients. You could honestly just put sauce on that. Call it a day. Call it a day. Don't know why. Don't know why you don't want to even put a little bit of sasson on it. Just a little bit of it. Just a little sasson. bit. It, it just call it a day, bro. Just put a little bit of sasson and call it a day. I, I, I season my burgers. You know why? Because it tastes better. I put, I put red peppers. I put I put black pepper, I put I put salt, I put a little bit of garlic, I put a little bit of onion powder. It makes it go a whole lot of way. I just don't know why restaurants just won't do it. They just they just don't do it. Why? Because come on, man, even if a white person complains like oh, man, it's, it's spacey, like it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> just and this is no insult to our white audience members. Listen, it's a very much of a stereotype. I apologize if I offend anybody here. You, now you offended the white community, Kelvin. <laughs> a, lot of our we're a lot of our new listeners are from Germany for some reason. I know. Like, I need to uh, know. Wait, you know, in Germany, I heard they be seasoning. So maybe, you know, maybe, they, maybe they like it. Is it just like a, a Anglo-Saxon, like white thing? Like, because I heard in England, they don't season. And then here in the U.S., they don't. But I know in Portugal they do because I know personally. And mm-hmm. I heard in Spain they do. And obviously in Italy they do. So I, you know what I think it is? Hmm. I think it depends on like the food that you make because I don't, I don't think England relatively like eats a lot of foods that particularly need to be seasoned. What do you mean? 
like you know they they drink teas and crumpets you know they eat teas and crumpets um <laughs> what do you think they have for dinner like they also have like soup like they don't they like to eat boiled cabbage yeah like there's a i think it depends on like the eating and like a lot of our diet originally came from like england and then we had to get accustomed to like a, some of the um indigenous people diets too mm-hmm. because uh you know corn and stuff like that right um squash i love corn corn's okay corn's really good but okay corn's okay you heard this indigenous people i'm not saying corn's bad it's just okay it's not the greatest plant i've ever had it's a plant grain i don't know greatest grain i've ever had grain is it is corn a grain cornologist is corn a grain Let's look it up. We have the internet. Is corn a lagoon? <laughs> we, we have technology. <laughs> do, 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 do. Right. Like, corn is... A corn kennel is considered a grain. The form it's... of corn is a whole grain. So I guess some popcorn can be considered a fruit, it says. That's stupid. <laughs> well, anyway, um, yeah, I guess I guess my my biggest complaint is that we just the thing that makes me coconuts is that we should start seasoning hamburgers. Just start seasoning them. Why not? What are we so afraid of? I totally Keep- agree. I mean, I don't know about we because I season my food, but you know, uh, certain people, certain communities need to start seasoning their food more Mm. i don't care what your culinary school tells you they're wrong but anyway my coconuts is i am tired of flaky ass friends so you know i I don't want to make this too too long but it probably will be long and maybe this will be like a third discussion y'all get some extra nuts right now i feel like since high school and maybe i don't know if you can relate to this I've had this problem with some people, right? Where I want to be friends with them. I think they're dope. I think they're like cool. Bet. Try to talk to them. Um, I'll try to text them. I'll call them. I'll like set stuff up. And like these people do this thing where they don't like text me back or they don't call me back and they don't want to talk to me and all this other stuff right and you know what you're well within your right to not want to talk to people you don't want to talk to but then they turn around and then be mad that I don't want to talk to them anymore because I'm tired of being on their butt cheeks right I've had some people apologize to me Pete for it I've had a lot of people argue with me over this um but to me it's like the entitlement just bothers me it bothers me. And I told myself, shoot, I told myself last year, because honestly, mm, I told myself that I'm not going to do this thing where I sit there and beg people to be my friend. That's silly. Like, I'm not going to beg you to talk to me. I'm not going to beg you to hang out with me. I have people who love me. I have people who care for me. I have people whom of which I can call up right now and be like, yo, you want to go out? You want to go to the club? Are you free tomorrow? Do you want to talk? You know what I'm saying? 
And I tend to waste my energy on people who don't want to give me that attention. Um, and I've been having this situation with this one person and I'm li- they're literally on their last leg at this point. Like if they mess up this last time, I'm never like, I'm not thinking about them ever again. Um, you know, past few years, we've been kind of like back and forth. It's been me, Stevie. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, let's talk. Let's hang out. Let's do this. Let's do that. Ignore, 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 ignore. I don't hear nothing. I don't see nothing. Blah, 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 blah. Um, but like, then they'll hit me back up and be like, Hey girl, you know, you want to talk? I've been thinking about you, blah, blah, blah. Dope. This last time, um, you know, in January, they hit me up, did the same thing. Cause at this point, I think is, this is the sixth time, the, the fifth time that this has happened. They hit me up. One of their goals for this year is to try to like connect with people, hang out with people, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was like, yeah, you know, you texted me literally at the worst possible moment because I was going back to school in Virginia. So I was like, I'm gonna be out of town, but I'll hit you up when I get back, right? I did that, hit her up because I'm back. This girl decided to, uh, basically she lost her phone, quote unquote, and she doesn't have my contact, which I just, okay. Um, (laughs) I didn't believe it, but I was with someone at the time, you know, hanging out and they were like, just give her a chance. So I did, I responded back after she was like, oh, hey, blah, blah, you know, sorry. I responded and we set up a day and mind you, this is like last Monday. Last time I heard from this girl was last Tuesday. Haven't heard anything from her since. We're supposed to be going out on Saturday. And like, this may seem like it's just about this one person, but it's not just this one person. It's just like, it is so frustrating that people do this thing where their friends are like not even a second afterthought or a third or a fourth. They're like a fifth or sixth afterthought. And, excuse me. It's like, you could put all this energy into your friendship. You'll put all this energy into this, into that. And maybe to you, friendships aren't important. But I feel like if that's the case, then you have no right to complain. You have no right to be like, I have no friends. Nobody wants to be around me, blah, 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 blah. Because it's like, you clearly set up what's important to you. So if this isn't important to you, then you need to reevaluate how you feel personally. Because granted, I'm not going to lie. Not everything's on the same level for me. There are certain things that are more important than others. Like when it's school time, school is the most important to me. I want to have a great degree. I want to have a good GPA. I want to graduate cum laude. Like, I want to go to grad school. Like, I want to do big things. I do. But at the same time, like, you know, my family is important. And, you know, Melon is very important to me. So I make sure that I prioritize those times to talk to him. I also, you know, having social connections is important to me. So I'll reach out to people, I'll talk to people, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's just, it's so frustrating. And like, I'm tired of being like desperate and like begging people who don't, who clearly don't like feel the same way about me in like a friendship sense, like giving them so much energy and time and blah, blah, blah. But it's just at the same time, like it's so annoying when people then turn it and try to flip it on me and pretend like it's my fault. I don't know. 
I don't know how to feel. So I guess I'm gonna say that's my coconuts for this week. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm doing too much. Maybe maybe I need to just get over it. To be honest. No, I don't think you need to get over it. I'm I saying I, I I think I think what you're I you know you're putting investment and time and trying to establish this relationship and this other person's really not, you know, how you think you're, how you're supposed to feel, you know, even though like, like, I would say like, yeah, like might not know each other, but still like, if you are interested in establishing a relationship, you should be making time and effort to do it, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you're not, doing the if you're not trying to then what are you doing you know like you don't know what this person's doing right they could they could like you don't know if they're like super duper busy Mm. or like if they're doing everything like all at once and they're trying to like and like something like important came up like I understand that like stuff comes up Mm -hmm. like you have to like cancel move things on like like I had to do I had to like skip out on like three D D things because like i had like my mom got sick and then we had to push back my grandmother's dinner to like in two weeks and then like something else happened during that during that in that between time and so now i couldn't do that day and then um my grandmother's dinner came up and then i couldn't do D and i couldn't do D that week so it, it I, I haven't been doing D for like the past like four or five weeks now mm-hmm. and so life happens it's fine it's okay you know you just don't know let no people let people know last minute you know mm-hmm. let them know like t- like almost like a week in advance like hey something came up and i didn't mean it for it to come up it's just everything has been kind of out of control lately and like you know i get that like life happens right yeah. like don't get me wrong i'm not ever going to be mad at somebody cuz like maybe they're not feeling mentally great you know, that's a possibility. Um, maybe they're crazy swamped with work. Maybe they're going some through something with their partner. I don't know. There's always like super valid reasons, but I feel like it just gets ridiculous yeah. at a certain point when it's like, bro, like you can't send a five second text saying hi. Also another thing, that's giving you respect though. Yeah. That's giving you respect. That's giving you like the 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 time to be like, okay. So like we just can't do stuff like this week. So next week is okay. Like that's giving yeah. you the respect and time that you deserve. That in that, and also another thing is too like it, it's not like she, it, it'd be one thing if she's being communicative and she's at least like talking to you, mm-hmm. be like like after and like is but she's not. She's not being communicated with you at all. It's so annoying because it's at like all. I'm only here for so short. Like I'm here. May, June, July, and then half of August. Yep, and I'm and gone. Right. And then I'm gone. And it has nothing to do with her, but it's just like, okay, I'm with you. I could have used the energy that I'm wasting on her on seeing you. I could have used the energy I'm wasting on her and seeing my other friends. I could have used the energy that I'm wasting on her and talking to people who do want to see me or like my family or like, you know, doing a hobby or something you know stuff I can't do during the school year like you know this is the last real summer I'm gonna have like the last like out of school 
like that I'm not working a full-time job summer that I'm going to probably have in my life and it's like I'm not gonna waste it waiting on you you feel me Mm -hmm. like that's just I think that's my and it's like you know I'm risking a lot going out there like people can't go to the grocery store these days without worrying looking over their shoulder you know what I mean by that like you got you know cocoa out there people getting sick because of cocoa like Mm -hmm. you got you know this this monkey thing going around specifically in this state like I'm risking a lot going out to see you bro (laughs) right I'm, I'm wasting a lot of time and energy and like I can't get a text back like it's just it's so funny to me because it's like I don't know it's just no, like it's... I also feel like I'm tripping because I'm like maybe I shouldn't be this upset and I should just get over it because stuff happens and they're just we're not even really friends so I don't even know why I'm getting upset about this like who cares You know, I don't think you're getting upset at the fact that you guys are not really friends. I think you're getting, I think you're rightfully getting upset over the fact like you're putting time and effort into something when another person's not really doing anything at all. And they're not giving you, like they're not communicating with you. And I think that's fine to get frustrated over. If someone's not communicating with you, uh, even when you're like trying to be friends with them and you've tried so hard, you've given them so many excuses. It's frustrating. Yeah. I've been in this situation with other people and like I gave them years, literal years of my life, you know? And I told myself like, I'm not doing that no more. Yeah. Don't do it. I'm not doing it anymore. I, like I said, I got people in my life that do, I, I do want to talk to me and do care about me and they want to spend time with me and it's like this is why Saturday is like the last chance I'm given if you know it would suck (laughs) if on Saturday we're supposed to hang out and nothing happens I would probably be really upset I'm not gonna lie because I'm like damn I gave you so many chances um but if I don't hear anything from her by the time this episode drops on Fridays (laughs) um I think, yeah, I'm cool on this whole situation. And instead, you and I can hang out. Right. Or I can call up one of my other friends and be like, yo, you want to chill? So, yeah. But that was my coconuts. That was Melon's coconuts. And if you listen to this part, well, now you heard me complain for at least 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you heard Melon complain for like five. Yeah. If you have made it to this part, thank you for coming. You're an honorary coconut. You are nice and hard on the outside and sweet and delicious on the inside. And like a zombie snack. Yeah. Or like a coconut. So thank you so much for coming and listening. And we hope you all have a great rest of your week. And we'll see you guys next week because we're going to be doing back-to-back episodes. Back-to-back episodes for that lost episode that will never be heard ever again. Yeah. It sucks because it was such a good one too. I know. We had a lot of fun recording that one. Uh, whatever. I Maybe. had fun recording this one. Yeah. It was good. It was good recording. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Coconut.